and welcome to Saird's Audio Fan Fictions. I'm Saird. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we will be continuing on with Chapter 15 of November's Secret by Lana Berry. If you've missed any episodes or just want a refresher, please follow the links in the description below. There, you should find links to past episodes and chapters. Also, if you'd like to follow along or just read this fic for yourself, please visit Lana Berry's author page on archiveofourown.org. Right, with that out of the way, let's get to it. This is going to be a long one. Happy listening. Chapter 15 To Know Who I Am It was a big change from the first banquet he had attended. This one proved to be the busiest, leaving no time for him to stand in the corner by himself. This time around, as the winner, the champion, first place, the best, all the attention was on him. He spent a lot of the time being dragged around by Celestino to prospective sponsors and current ones, from interview to interview, pictures being taken at every moment, speaking to fans and committee members. He'd barely had time to talk to Peachy, let alone Victor or Chris. The closest he had come was to a congratulatory comment by Georgi before he was dragged away once more. He thought the beginning of the first banquet was the longest and most awkward. But he had been proven wrong. The hours slipped by so slowly, and he wanted nothing more than to take himself off somewhere. But this waiting proved to be worth it. As the darkness settled outside, the clock striking late, the business talk was finally out of the way, and he was free to grab a champagne flute, his first of the night, and search for his friends. He found Peachit first, speaking to someone Yuri didn't recognize. He was prepared to introduce himself, but Peachit's attention turned completely on him. Ren, he greeted, his voice filled with cheer, if a little slurred. Are all the sponsor talk done? Have you been drinking? Peachy cast him a pout, his eyebrows knitting together. No one's keeping track anyway. Let me have some. Yuri took the flute from Peachy's hands. I think you've had enough. It's not you that would get in trouble. It'll be Celestino. Peachy sighed but accepted the judgment. Or, rather than accepting, it seemed something else had taken his attention. He grabbed Yuri's hand and dragged him closer into the ballroom towards the table of food in the corner. Hey, now that it's all done, you ready? Ready. For what? His friend rolled his eyes as if it was the most obvious thing in the world. I promised. No... We all promised that this would be the night we properly celebrate your birthday. And considering your placement today... He cast a gaze down at the medal around Yuri's neck. I think it's even more reason to celebrate. Yuri looked down at the medal, the gold shining ever so brightly. It blinded him every time he caught a look. 
reminded of it with every word of congratulations. He couldn't believe that it was still there, that it was still gold every time he saw it. With every second he looked at it, it became more of a fact. It was real, and it was there. But his thoughts were cut off when he caught up with what his friend was saying. Wait, no, Pichit, what are you planning? You mean, what are we planning? We? As if called out of thin air, he felt someone slide up beside him, a hand placed under his elbow and another figure pressed close to his other side, bumping shoulders. Chris and Victor walked as if sound was an illusion to them, appearing from nowhere. Yuri nearly jumped out of his skin. Chris pressed a flute into his hands, urging him to drink it all quickly. Yuri moved his mask slightly in order to accommodate, almost choking as Chris pressed it up further. Come on, the night is still young, Chris eagerly said. Drink more. As soon as it was done, Chris pulled another one from what seemed like thin air, urging Yuri to finish that one too. Not wanting to choke, Yuri rushed it down, already feeling the tips of his fingers buzzing. There's no one else Celestino wants you to see now, is there? Peachit asked. Yuri finished the last gulp, wiping away the stream that had slipped from the corner of his mouth. No, I don't think so. I think he said I can go and relax. He didn't like the grins that came over them all at the information. He stepped back, a little intimidated, knowing their plans couldn't have been anything good. He let his mask slip down once more, covering his entire face, feeling comfort in the cover Ren gave. Good, Peachy gasped. I told him what we'd be planning, so he shouldn't be too worried. Peachy, what is this plan? He barely got the question out of his mouth before he found that the floor was no longer under his feet. He squealed, fighting for balance, but stopped kicking when he felt the press of a pair of hands on his back and behind his knees. He looked up to find Victor grinning down, carrying him securely in his arms. For just a second, Yuri felt his heart thump at the image at the knowledge, and took a moment to appreciate the thought, until he realized how ridiculous it was. Time to kidnap the prince, Victor chuckled, a smirk in the corner of his lips. Wait, what? Yuri threw his arms around the Russian man's neck as they began to move, preoccupied too much by the thought of falling to feel embarrassment. Where are we going? he demanded watching as the crowds of people blurred past him as they moved. People were looking, giggling, and hiding their words behind their well-placed hands. There was a whoop somewhere in the back of the crowd. It wasn't until they reached the ballroom doors that he realized they were leaving it. He asked again, more forcefully, Where are we going? Relax, Peachy giggled. Can't celebrate a birthday properly in there, can we? Peachit! They rushed through the corridors, quiet with only the sighting of a few waiters between the ballroom and the kitchen. 
After that, the halls were empty but for them. His grip on Victor tightened, not wanting to fall, and they all stayed suspiciously quiet as Chris and Peachy cast quick giggles and glances to one another. The air outside was cool against his skin, chasing away the warmth he had found inside. It drew more of his attention to how warm Victor was beside him. His chest pressed to Yuri's side. He could almost feel his heart beating just as quickly as his own. But he thought that must have been his imagination. It looks good on you, Victor whispered, his lips far too close to Yuri's ear. Huh? Yuri asked, not understanding. Not until he looked down to where Victor was looking, seeing the metal resting on his chest. Yes, no matter how much he saw it, he would never get used to it. And here he was, being carried by the person he had stolen it from. Oh, thank you. Your programs were beautiful. You really deserved it. Yuri looked up into Victor's face. The fear that the other man was only saying it to be polite shaking him to the core. But Victor's face was open, bright, and there was no lie there. Only truth. Only a warm smile. Brilliant, shining eyes. And what Yuri might have seen as... Pride? Was Victor... Proud of him? His grip around Victor's neck tightened, a grin pulling from his own lips. Thank you. Yours were beautiful, too. Victor gave him a wink, stilling Yuri's heart for a second. Just wait until worlds. I'll steal it right back. Ren rose, urging Yuri to reply. I won't make it easy for you. Victor chuckled, but before he could reply, they entered a club. It was different from the one he had been to before, the last time he came drinking with Victor. This bar was light and spacious, with no live band or singer in the corner. Instead, the music blared through the amplifiers around the room, thumping until the floor shook with the beat. A dance floor to their right, lit up by disco lights, was crowded with people. Beyond that, a stage stood where the DJ danced behind his podium. Victor gently set him down before he was dragged to the bar to lean over the table. He quickly drew his arms up to avoid the sticky, drying alcohol on the wood. Four shots, please, Chris asked, leaning beside it, a wink cast towards the pretty waitress. Vodka. Special occasion? she asked, eyeing up the medals around Chris, Victor's, and Yuri's necks. A 21st birthday and three podium winners, Chris replied. Do you follow ice skating? The woman slowly shook her head. No, sorry. My little sister does, though. I'm sure she'll be insanely jealous of me meeting you. She set the shot glasses down, careful not to spill, and said, Congratulations, all of you. I hope you have a good night. Yuri shivered when he saw Chris turn towards him, a promise of just that lurking in his eyes. He raised his shot, toasting. Tonight, Ren won't remember. 
before he downed it all in one. Yuri watched as Victor and Pijit did the same, moved his own mask, and copied. It burned as it slid down his throat, mixing with the taste of champagne. At the back of his mind, he knew he shouldn't have mixed the two. But Ren, it seemed, didn't care. Already he felt the champagne beginning to flow through his body, and just as Yuri knew well, the tipsier he got, the harder it became to say no to a drink. More shots came their way, and the more he drank, the easier it was to drink them. Before long, the room was spinning. There was a pleasant buzz at the back of his head, and he couldn't stop smiling. He gripped on tightly to Peachy, who in turn was getting a little clingy to Yuri's side. Let's go sit down, Chris shouted over the disco classics blaring in the air. They searched for a quiet corner, found an empty table, and sat down with their drinks. Yuri couldn't help but feel ever so slightly disappointed when Victor went to sit opposite him rather than beside him but didn't mind so much when he saw that Victor's attention was set solely on him. Silver looks good on you, Yuri returned the compliment, taking the advantage of his mouth being visible to smirk at the older man. He took a sip of his drink and allowed the mask to fall back into place. Chris laughed and smacked a hand against Victor's shoulder. I knew you would lose your throne one day. The teasing should have annoyed Victor, or at least Yuri expected it, as he would have in anyone's case. It wasn't easy being at the top for so long and toppled by someone younger. But instead, Victor looked pleased. Victor was such a good man, he thought. Such a good man. I'll get it, Buck, Victor promised. Peachy leaned forwards, pointing a very wobbly finger in his direction. Not when I'm in this senior division. You all will have to be careful. Yuri pulled his friend in close. Of course, I'm going to be quaking in my boots. You better be. They continued to drink, watching as the crowd on the dance floor pushed and pulled, getting progressively hotter under the flashing lights. As the alcohol settled into their systems, a drinking game was declared. Unable to think on one thought for too long, they agreed a simple game was in order. A simple game of rock-paper-scissors. Anyone who lost had to drink. It really shouldn't have been as fun as it was. But Yuri soon found himself on a winning streak, having only taken a sip once by the time the others had drank double digits. That's not fair, Pijit declared. Noodle, Victor slurred, gripping the table to regain balance. Everyone against Ren. No, that's not fair, Yuri whined. No, I think it's perfectly fair. This is the night you're not meant to remember, and the way we're going, I don't think I'll remember this bar. I agree. I've done so much more than you have. Peachy leaned harder against him, burping out some of the bubbles. Yuri sighed. 
Fine, he said, the thrill of him against three too big to deny. Fine, but don't go crying if you all lose anyway. Yuri never really played the game a lot before. For some reason, it just wasn't what he and Yuko played. Or any of the other kids in his school or his town. He hadn't done it nearly as much as when he moved to America. And yet, he found he had serious luck with it. Barely ever losing, and he never understood why. So, as they got ready the atmosphere around them promising the most intense game played in history. Yuri found the thrill caused his heart to hammer, until he swore people could see it beating inside of his chest. There was a second of pause as they chose their signals. Judgment. Until it was shown once again that Yuri had won. The three groaned as they took a sip of their quickly emptying drinks. I'm not playing anymore, Peachy groaned, burping again. Down your drinks, we're moving to the next bar, Victor announced, tipping his drink so quickly that most of it tipped onto his face. As soon as it was done, he rushed to his feet and grabbed Yuri's hand. Come on, Ren, let's go for a walk. As they rushed, Yuri dragged behind, but not really minding it at all, Peachit and Chris chased behind, crying out, Wait, you two do know there are, there are two other people here, right? Yuri couldn't stop the smile that seemed to have become a permanent feature on his face. He turned his hand so that their fingers were interwoven and tightened his hold. Victor's palm was warm, his pulse beating against Yuri's wrist. At the moment, Victor turned to give Yuri a big, gleaming, if not a little wobbly from alcohol, smile as a dusting of pink crossed his cheeks. It was hot in the pub, and the outside cooled off their warm skins. A late-night chill was settling in. They breathed out a cold of visible air. Chris and Peachy settled in behind Victor and Yuri, following behind as they wobbled as a group down the pavement. Yuri, think you're going to remember this? Peachit sang. Yuri turned, almost tripping over his own feet at the movement. Everything swam before his vision. He thought that the fresh air would help sober him up a little, but it seemed the last few drinks were finally kicking in. I... He tried to find the words that he knew were lodged in his head. As he felt Victor's hand tighten in his grip, he nodded. Yep. You haven't had enough to drink, clearly. Chris intercepted, quickly pushing Yuri and in turn Victor into the closest bar. Again, they made their way to the waiter, Chris demanding, Row of shots. Four. There. He pointed at the part of the table he wanted them lined, his eyes drooping. Yuri sat down on one of the nearest stools, holding his head as the world spun. I think it's all hitting me, he admitted. I probably don't need more. Nonsense, Victor replied, drowning his before the waiter had even placed it on the table. He picked Yuri's up and placed it in his hands, urging him to drink. 
Go, go, now. Yuri cast a look at Chris as he quickly downed it, and Peachy'd as he gripped the table tightly and found balance as he tipped his own down his throat. Well, he supposed. He wasn't feeling sick yet, was he? And it was a celebration. Gold. Now, he couldn't just make this a normal night after that. With that in mind, Ren took over, pushing any ideas that he might have had, and poured the burning liquid down his throat. He wasn't sure what it was, only took comfort in the way it burned his throat and hit his stomach. Before he knew it, another found its way into his hands. Drink up! He wasn't sure who said it. For all he knew, it could have been the stranger to his side. Perhaps no one even said it at all, and it was just a figment of his imagination. He didn't find that too unrealistic. He drowned the contents without so much as a second thought. Here's a beer. Don't drink it too quickly. It's not good if you mix it with what you just drank, Chris advised, placing a pint in his grip. The glass was cool, condensation dripping along the edges and slipping onto his hand. He followed the drops, finding them interesting for no reason. He took a sip, coughed on the bubbles, and drinking another to clear his throat. Whatever it was, it was good. He needed to go out with Chris more often. The man knew a lot of good alcohol. He eyed the drink in Victor's free hand, asking, What you got? Victor took a second to look at his own glass as if he too didn't know what he was drinking. After a sip, he said, Vodka and lemonade. Can I try some? Sure. Victor didn't let go of the glass as he allowed Yuri to take a sip, refusing to separate their hands. Good? Yuri coughed a little more, pushing the glass away. Good. Victor smiled as if it was the best news in the world. Before Yuri could register just how much that meant to him, someone was taking his drink from his hand and placing it down on the table. Yuri turned, seeing a very wobbly Peachy'd. He pulled Yuri from his seat, giggling when he saw that it separated his and Victor's intertwined hands and declared, My turn to dance with the golden boy. Victor, you can't keep him to yourself. Yuri found himself being dragged to the center of the bar, where the music was loudest and the biggest space for them to dance. No one else was dancing, no specific dance floor for them to occupy. And it was why Yuri found everyone looking at them as they began to step together in the empty space. Peachy placed his hands on Yuri's hips, encouraging Yuri to place his on Peachy's shoulders. They stepped close enough for their chests to touch, their faces just inches apart. If he was in the same position with Victor, Yuri knew he would have been completely submerged in romantic love, lost in Victor's eyes, and the idea that this might have meant more. With Peachy'd, Yuri could only giggle, seeing the way it made Peachy'd giggle back, mimicking a lover's dance. Playful. Yuri and Peachy'd had done many things in their room back in Detroit over the years they knew each other and waltzing in the middle of the night, 
to songs they contemplated one day using for a program was one of them. There wasn't an ounce of romantic love between them, as had been mistaken before by other skaters or public fans who had seen how they acted around one another. They may have acted like it sometimes, loving how it riled up those who saw, but there was nothing like it. Yuri loved Peachit. He really did. But like he loved Yuko, like he loved Mari, sibling love. Call me Mr. Wingman Shulamont, Peachit slurred. He leaned in closer and whispered, Victor has barely taken his eyes off of you the whole night. Yuri felt tempted to look back, but worried that he would catch Victor's eye. Ren, however, didn't care and turned to look. True enough, Victor was talking to Chris, but his eyes were only on Yuri. He waved when he saw Yuri looking, or what might have meant to be a wave. Told you. To be fair, I'm not surprised. Have you seen how good those pants make you look? Yuri looked down as if that would help. He looked at himself in the mirror before the banquet, but there hadn't been anything brilliant. He wasn't beautiful wasn't awe-inspiring, didn't fill out clothes like some people did. Well, that wasn't true. He filled them out wrong sometimes, with the fat around his thighs that refused to go away despite how much he trained. Do they? He asked instead of the, no, they don't, that he had been meaning to really say. Hell yeah, boy! I've seen Victor looking not only once, more times than I can count. Yuri shouldn't believe it. Peachy was probably only saying it to be nice, or that he had caught Victor maybe looking at someone else and thought it was Yuri. But Yuri was too drunk to listen to reason and couldn't stop the smile that was rising on his lips or the pink that was growing on his cheeks. As the alcohol deepened his lack of resolve, Wren showed himself properly. Well, he thought, if Victor really was watching, then may as well put on a show. Because if Wren was anything, it was an entertainer. As the music kicked up, Fast-paced and reminding him of his free skate, Yuri took control. He took Peachy's right hand, holding it out beside him, gripping his hip as he demanded the lead role. Peachy relinquished it easily, seeing something entertaining to come. He spun Peachy around, drawing every gaze in the bar to them, taking his time to gain it all before the real show. Peachy laughed loudly, bringing in people out in the street in curiosity. Yuri stepped quickly, back and forth, making sure to stand straight and push out his bum when the dance called for it. 
He and Peachit had taken many dance classes in university under Celestino's advice. Everything from waltz to tango to the flamenco to even pole dancing. Because nothing trained the core like pole dancing did. And through those classes, Yuri learned confidence. While Yuri wasn't happy with his body, Ren took pride in what he could do with it. Urging Peachy to remember some of the dance routines they had done before, Yuri helped with the first few steps. He saw the recognition spark in the young skater's mind and knew he had him. They separated, jumping until two feet were between them, and acted as if the distance was only a mirror. They copied one another's moves, maintaining eye contact as they stilled their feet and danced with only the tops of their bodies. Their hands roamed over their bodies, Yuri making sure to drag a little more of his top up as he trailed his hands along his stomach than Peachy'd. The lights above them were making the room hot, their breath steaming in front of them. Yuri's was catching on his mask, wetting his cheeks. He was glad he hadn't worn glasses. It would have rendered him completely blind. Contacts were better. Contacts didn't catch in the plastic of his mask every time he moved. As they bent forward, feeling the delicious burn in the back of his straight legs, Yuri made sure to push his lower half out a little more, wiggling his hips. He kept eye contact with his mirror image, seeing the glee and the dare inside of Peachy's dark eyes. They rose again, their hands trailing along their thighs, rising along the fabric on their stomachs, up until they crossed them above their heads. Yuri didn't look, but he knew that Victor was watching, could almost feel his gaze burning over his skin. Encouraged by it, he took off his blazer and undid the buttons of his shirt, feeling the cool hit his exposed middle, and relished in the way the cold metal of the metal pressed against his hot skin. Peachit went as far as taking off his jacket before he couldn't stop laughing. Remembering some of the moves from his various dance classes, he rolled his hips slowly to the beat, sticking out his chest, bearing it to the cool air that was brought in every time the front door opened. Peachy'd attempted to copy, but his face was red with laughter, his movements jarred by alcohol. But Yuri danced on, finding courage, lost in the addiction that was movement. He trailed his hands slowly through his hair, opening up his body, allowing it to move however the music wanted it to go. He felt a bead of sweat roll down his chest, between his nipples, and felt the world spin just a little more. The alcohol. No, the two shots were finally kicking in. As the song finished, Yuri secreted himself away completely. Ren was finally in full reign, his confidence oozing from every step and he was going to make use of it. The next song wasn't so much of a dancing song, 
So while he bowed to a clapping crowd of boozy onlookers, he thought of how to best it. Peachy took his hand, and they made their way back to their table. Yuri felt his lips tug into a smirk when he saw the dumbstruck expression on their friends' faces. Chris was looking impressed, winking as he made his way past. But Yuri's gaze was set firmly on Victor, the man who looked as if he had been caught by lust itself. His mouth was hanging open, his eyes following Yuri as if he was the only thing he could see. Yuri liked that look. He liked it a lot. Eager to gain even more of the man's attention, he passed his own seat and carefully placed himself in Victor's lap. Victor's hands immediately found purchase on his hips, and Yuri circled his arms around the other's neck. As he kept eye contact, knowing that Victor could see his eyes through the holes, he took Victor's glass and took another long sip, feeling some of the drops he hadn't managed to catch slide down his chin, across his throat, and down his chest. At first, he cursed himself for the clumsiness, up until he saw the way Victor's eyes followed each and every drop as it latched itself onto his feverish skin. He found he had the man wrapped around his finger. Where Yuri would never have had the confidence to do so, or to go anywhere with it, Ren was thinking of ways he could keep it. He took back his own beer and gulped it all down until it was all finished, burping away the bubbles that rose from his stomach. And that broke the illusion. Just slightly. Chris chuckled. Shut up, Yuri garbled, turning to the Swiss man. I could burp for Japan. Chris raised one eyebrow, clearly finding it fun to tease the younger man. Oh, really? Yep. Pass me another beer, and I'll show you. Chris didn't need telling twice. Any excuse to keep feeding Yuri drinks was his aim tonight. He paid for two more, pressing them to Yuri's hand and cast him a challenging glance. Drink one point in seven seconds and give me the biggest you can manage, and I'll be the judge. Yuri held the beer tightly, worrying that the condensation would make it slip from his shaking hands. He settled himself a little more comfortably in Victor's lap by wiggling his hips, ignoring the grunt Victor let out. Seven seconds, he confirmed. Yep, seven seconds. You're on. Chris gave him a nod, signaling the beginning, and Yuri tipped the drink slowly, opening up his throat and gulping as much as he could without choking. It was all gone in six. One second to spare for him to place the glass upside down on the table. Done! Peachy raised to give him a high five, one Yuri returned a little too enthusiastically. I will always be jealous of university students. Chris pushed the other pint towards Yuri, 
Now drink this one a little more slowly. Don't want you throwing up all over the place. Yuri waved away the comment, taking as big a sip of his new drink as he wanted. His stomach sloshed with alcohol, a fact he found quite hilarious. Perhaps he needed to eat something. He didn't remember why he needed to, what good it would do, but he remembered Peachy pushing food on him when they had been drinking before. And water. He glanced at his pint, wondering if he should swap it for water. But no, he didn't want that. Water wasn't any fun. He felt Chris creep closer. He reached to rest his arm on one of Yuri's shoulders, and before him, Peachy moved his stool closer. Where? Chris began, whispering so quietly. Did you learn to dance like that? Dance classes, he replied before he took another sip. The mask was getting in the way again. He pushed it just a little more up, until nearly his nose was clear, but grunted when Peachy reached out to keep it in place. Celestino says that learning how to do different dances will help with programs, Peachy supplied, keeping his hand on Yuri's mask. Ren's really good at dancing. Any style. Wise man, your coach. Chris paused for a second, closing his eyes as the room spun before his eyes. Once the dizziness was over, he took a sip of his own drink and leaned in closer. I have a really good idea. Victor's grip on Yuri's waist tightened just a fraction, but enough for Yuri to grunt and still his drinking. Victor mumbled, If it's what I'm thinking, Chris, no. Oh, Victor, don't tell me you wouldn't want to see it. No, he might hurt something. Chris chugged down the last dregs of his beer, promising, Another time, then. Yuri wanted to ask what it was that they had in mind. But as soon as the words were spoken, they flitted in one ear and out the other. His drink took more of his attention, and he chugged it down quickly before placing it on the table. He let the mask slip to cover his whole face, seeing the relief on Peachy's face as he did so. Perhaps all the drinking hadn't been a good idea. Or more so, the mixing of the drinks hadn't been. The world churned dangerously, and Yuri closed his eyes as he burrowed into Victor's chest, seeking the comforting warmth. But as it passed, he felt more daring. The cold didn't touch his skin anymore, and Victor's hands on his hips had dulled some. There was a buzzing underneath his flesh, a slow reaction in his limbs. The world paused before his eyes. There were black spots along the edges, and he felt as if the bubble around him had thickened. In his revelation, he declared, I'm really drunk. He wasn't sure if he had shouted it or whispered. But whatever it was, it seemed to draw their attention. Peachy whooped, dragging him to his feet, while the older skaters looked on triumphantly.
It was getting too crowded in the bar. Too many people. Too many strangers. They were crowding the space he needed to wobble in. He began to set off towards the door, ignoring the yelps of his friends, the rushed words of warnings. He only had eyes for the door. It was dark outside, the streetlights illuminating the cobblestone street. Other groups swayed with the breeze. Some fell in the corner. Another person was bent suspiciously beside the bar. Empty drink bottles were littered across the stones, cigarette packages close by. The moon hung behind the buildings, the stars invisible behind artificial light. Yuri saw a group pass them, two women and a man. They chatted away, giggling and swaying slightly. Yuri wasn't sure what it was about them that drew his attention, but as they passed, he followed slightly behind them. It should have been cold. He saw some wearing coats. Someone to his right had a scarf. But his bare chest didn't feel it. The alcohol in his blood warmed him. Run! Someone called. Peachy came into view, his face flushed and his eyes just a little hazy. Where are you heading? Yuri shrugged. Walking. He turned to look behind him. Chris was behind him, smirking when he saw Yuri looking. His eyes were growing hazier as he went, the light pink in his cheeks reaching the corner of his eyes. Other than that, he looked sober. That was until Yuri noticed the way he walked. He was tripping slightly over the stones, as if his shoes were just slightly too big for him. Victor was walking to his left, the drink much more obvious in his face. His eyes were drooping. A silly smile was gracing his expression, accompanied by bright red cheeks. He was a little slower in walking, his limbs slow to react. Yuri knew he was by far the most drunk, perhaps even the biggest lightweight of the group. Peachy, fearing that police might check his license and see that he was underage, was drinking slower than them. Chris and Victor were trained drinkers, and though he knew that they had drank more than him already, sneaking in shots and champagne, they weren't lightweights such as he. They might have been verging on drunk, if not there already. But what was wrong with that? He vaguely remembered not wanting to drink too much because he always made a fool of himself. Him and drinking didn't mix. And to top it off, he didn't remember the next day. But that didn't matter, did it? Because this was fun. As they walked, no location in mind, Peachy took his role as social media king quite literally. Knowing that Yuri wouldn't be as lenient as he was right now, he began to take a lot of photos. A lot. Even drunk, Yuri knew there were many. Smile, Ren, Pichit ordered, then proceeded to laugh until he collapsed on the floor at his own joke. Also at the fact that Yuri, having forgotten he had the mask on in the first place, tried hard to achieve the perfect smile. 
somewhere along the way, and he didn't know when it happened. His and Victor's hands intertwined again. Not that he was complaining. Far from it. He was so far from complaining that he even let Peachy take a photo of it. Yuri looked around, seeing that the scenery had changed. Beside them was a river. The street lights dimmed a little more, and a clock tower chimed in early morning to their right. Peachy and Chris were talking about something before them, their arms thrown about animatedly, their voices rising in the dark and quiet. Yuri looked up to Victor, almost choking on his own breath when he saw how gorgeous he looked in the dark. At his gasp, Victor looked down, his movement sluggish. Yes? Why have you got to be so handsome? Yuri asked, pushing as much annoyance as he could into his voice. He tripped a little on the stone, bumping into Victor's side. Like, seriously, stunning. You're the reason I just can't concentrate on anything. Victor looked far too proud of that fact. Before he could reply, though, they were pulled into yet another bar. This one was much more crowded, an obvious local favorite. They drank more, chugged more, downed more, until Yuri thought he was going to burst from all the alcohol. His chest was sticky from the dregs he hadn't managed to catch, his mask wet at the bottom, and he couldn't remember where he had placed his jacket. Honestly, he wasn't sure how long they had spent at that bar. He didn't remember what he drank. Any of the faces they sat beside, or where the bar even was. He doesn't remember a lot of the bar itself. And it took Peachy reminding him that there was even a third bar as it was. Bad. He knew but all of his attention was focused on not falling over and the company he had. Between the bar and making it back to the hotel was another black spot. All he knew was that as they were walking back into the lobby, the night staff jumping at their sudden push through the front doors, he tripped over the carpet and fell flat on his face. Having Victor's hand still in his, he dragged the poor man down with him, and Chris decided that jumping on top of them had been the best idea in the world. Peachy didn't care much for it, instead documenting it with his camera. They giggled and rushed to the lifts, not counting how many times they pressed the wrong one or tried to enter the wrong room. Yuri also wasn't sure how they decided to all go to one room, being Victor's. But somehow, finally, they were there. Chris immediately reached for the drinks in the fridge, while Peachy collapsed on the single bed in the corner and fell asleep nearly as soon as his head hit the pillow. Yuri sat down on the edge of the double bed, knowing he couldn't stay up for much longer. 
His legs were giving way, and his head was spinning far too quickly. Chris handed him a bottle of water, murmuring something while he wavered that Yuri had no idea of. He asked for the man to repeat himself, but didn't make sense of it the second time either. Chris downed his own bottle of water, saying, Future me is going to sink us. He jabbed a hand in Yuri's direction. Happy birthday. Was it his birthday? He didn't even remember. He just nodded and thanked Chris. At least he hoped he thanked him. Maybe he just said it within his mind. He downed his own water, ignoring the way it bloated his stomach. Honestly, he'd much rather be drinking something harder. But he was so sleepy. Collapsing in bed sounded like a very good idea right now. He went to thank Chris again, just in case he hadn't the first time, and noticed the man was already on the floor, his head on a pillow and snoring deeply. In his hand, he still clutched the empty water bottle. He sleeps fast, Yuri said, taking far too much time to find the words. Victor was resting against the headboard, drinking his own water bottle, looking as if his head was too heavy for his body. It didn't seem the man had heard what he said. A smirk settled on his lips as he thought of something. He wanted the man's attention. All of it. And Wren had one very good idea. Victor was almost falling asleep, his head tipped back against the headboard of the bed. His empty water bottle fell from his hands, landing softly on the carpet. Yuri, hungry for attention, stalked closer, walking on the tips of his feet to avoid any noise. The man before him hadn't so much as twitched, so Yuri put his plan into motion. He threw one leg over Victor and settled himself down until he was straddling the man's thighs. Victor jumped, his hands immediately jumping to Yuri's waist. Run? he asked. Yuri slowly placed his arms around Victor's neck, leaning down to look into his eyes. He wasn't sure why, but there was an agitation settling under his skin. Something set his nerves on fire, made him annoyed, and he really didn't know what. Because he was so happy. Victor's eyes were blue. Endless. A little hazy. But everything Yuri wanted. His warm hands were under his open shirt, on his cool skin, around the area Yuri didn't really like of himself, and yet he didn't care in this moment in time. Their bodies were pressed together, and he didn't care. He should have been embarrassed, getting off of the man and apologizing. But why? He had his confidence. And what was the use if he was never going to use it? Victor looked breathless under him, and he watched 
every move Yuri made as if he was the only thing in this world. All of his attention only focused on him. But there was something wrong, and he couldn't place what it was. Thank you, he muttered, pressing himself closer, until Victor had to look up at him. He liked seeing this. Straddling Victor, Victor under him, Victor covered by him. Just Victor. He liked just Victor. Victor gave him a breathtaking smile. For what? Everything, Yuri replied. There was so much he wanted to tell Victor, especially since he had realized his love. There was an endless amount of words he wanted to push out of his mouth, but he never found the order in which to say them. He spoke two languages fluently, English and Japanese, and yet he could never find the right way to say anything in either. So many words, phrases for everything, and yet he couldn't find words to properly describe how Victor made him feel. He supposed the closest things were how Victor made his heart hammer, how he himself made Yuri confident. He could confide in the man and not feel guilty for it. He wished he could find the right words to tell the man he wanted to spend all night with him, wake up in the mornings together, tell him that he wanted the happiness in their lives to be one another. He wanted the man to know just how much he had done for him, and yet there weren't enough words for him. They just weren't good enough. I haven't done much, Victor whispered, but blushed at the words. You've done everything. He wished he could tell Victor his struggle about his issues with Wren, his confidence, his worries about everything. He wished he could tell Victor about how he had helped him so much. The words were a jumble in his head. You could so easily. You could so easily hurt me. But you don't. Victor looked pained. He shook his head a little too vigorously, almost propelling them both to the side. He gripped tighter to Yuri's hips. No, I wouldn't do that. No. I know. It's, it's going to be okay, Victor said, pulling Yuri closer until his forehead pressed against the top of the mask. Their eyes were close, though neither of them could focus properly. No worries. You're gold. Yuri giggled. And you're silver. Victor chuckled with him, circling his arms until they hugged around Yuri's waist. I'm a winner, too. Yuri continued to giggle, unsure what it was now that was making him so giddy. It must have been Victor. Being this close to the man, he couldn't help but be happy. How? I get to spend time with you. 
Yuri groaned, disguising the way his heart hammered violently against his chest by saying, Cheesy! Drawing out the vowels for far longer than necessary. No! Victor gasped. Romantic, not cheesy. The word made butterflies swarm his stomach. He hugged Victor closer, pressing so tightly until hardly any space was between them. It was silent for a moment as he gazed into Victor's eyes, seeing everything he had ever dreamed of there. When he was younger, he'd heard of love many times, seen it played out in his sleepy town. He'd heard of heartbreaks, of pain, of love that lived and lasted, Afraid love, destructive love, beautiful love, and everything in between. He'd sometimes wondered who he would end up loving, someone who held everything about him. He'd had crushes, and he'd appreciated people. But not having experienced love before, he wasn't sure there was anything more. He thought it was all an exaggeration. And yet here he was, in the lap of the man he loved. The love so painful it felt like it needed to rip from his chest. He could barely contain it, and it hurt so much. It was something he never thought he would ever achieve for himself. He didn't understand it, that was for sure. And he doubted he ever would but he wondered why he had ever thought of ignoring it once. How could he do anything but chase this feeling? I love the way you look at me, he admitted, his words barely above a whisper, but he spent a long time searching for them just to make sure they were the right ones. He was drunk, and he knew he shouldn't have been talking about these things in this state. He most likely wouldn't remember it, and even if he did, then he'd regret it. But he wanted to get the words out desperately. And like Peachit said, and as Wren wanted to do, what if it led somewhere? What if? Just if. Victor might have had the same sort of feelings. Like, like I'm worth it. Another pained expression flitted across the older man's face. You're so much more than worth it, Thren. And just like that, Yuri knew what it was that was annoying him. He felt it again settling at the bottom of his stomach, at the back of his head, against his skin. He pressed a finger to Victor's lips, shushing him from saying anything more. Not that the man was going to. It didn't feel right to be this close and for Victor to call him that. No, don't call me that. Victor's eyebrows knitted together. Call you up. Ren, I don't want you to call me Ren Himura. Not anymore. It's not me. It's not me. 
It felt wrong. It felt so wrong. He loved Ren. He really did. But he didn't want the persona in the middle of what he could have with Victor. And to get over that, they needed to take one step at a time. First, being the name. Victor's eyes lit up, as if he had been waiting for this moment forever. He reached to grab Yuri's right hand, peeling it from before his lips, and held it tightly in one of his. Then what do you want me to call you? I... He paused. He wanted to be called Yuri. Yuri Kotsky. He wanted Victor to know all of his name, who he was behind his persona. And he was so close to saying it. But something made him pause and think. Even drunk, he knew this was a mistake. No, no, it wasn't a mistake. That was the wrong word for it. He was confident that, even sober, he had grown tired of Victor calling him Wren. He wanted to tell the man his real name, to see if he had the chance, but needed a push. But the mistake lay in the situation. This wasn't the conversation they should be having drunk. I don't know. Victor looked a little disappointed. But as he noticed the nerves settling in Yuri's tense body, he pressed one of his fingers of his free hand on his lips, just as Yuri had done. I can throw names at you and see if those stick. Yuri couldn't help the laugh that bubbled up. It reminded him so much of the time he and Yuko were trying to find out a name for his persona so many years ago. He nodded his head, whispering, Okay. Alexei. No. Victor bumped his head against Yuri's forehead, his smile infectious. Mark? Yuri chuckled. No. Victoria. That's a girl's name. But it matches mine. Yuri held Victor's hand tightly, bringing it to his chest. He was sure Victor could feel the beating against his skin, could see it in the way Victor's cheeks deepened in a flush. No, Victor. Philip. Philip? Yes, good, strong name. No, you're even worse than Yuko was. Victor narrowed his eyes in confusion, but didn't comment on the strange accusation. Instead, he said, How about Augustus? No, August. No, he gasped. November. Yuri tilted his head to the side, his smile almost splitting his face. After a month? Yeah. Some people are called April or June. I know an August. I even knew a Friday. But why November? Because so much happens in November. At Yuri's silence, Victor explained. Your birthday? We met in November. It's November now. It's December now. At least, he thought it was. It was, right? It had been a few days since his birthday, the second to last day of the month. He felt the fuzziness of the alcohol slowly seeping away, 
but it still confused his brain a little. I'm pretty sure it is, anyway. Oh, I still like November, though. Yuri felt his chest swell at the thought. November it is, then. But that still didn't feel right. He wanted his real name to come from the man. To see Victor this close as the letters of his name formed those lips. He wanted Yuri to be the only thing on Victor's mind. He leaned forwards, taking Victor's face into his cupped hands. If the mask hadn't been in the way, he knew their lips would have been close. Ask me for my real name in the morning, he said, when I'm sober. I want you to remember it, and I want to be sure. A compromise, he thought, and it settled well in his mind. If he woke up and decided he didn't want to, then that was fair enough. If he still had this courage, this push to say it, then maybe there was a chance this could go further. That maybe Yuri was enough for the beauty before him. Gently, Victor said, Okay, as long as you're ready. There were still a few seconds between them then, until Victor cupped Yuri's hand with his own and teased. Jeez, November, you're just full of secrets, aren't you? Huh, Yuri thought. Now, putting it like that sounded quite nice. Better than a body riddled with anxieties and shortcomings. Secrets. As if they were pesky little things, but important, too. He found he liked that very much. You have no idea, he replied. As the time went on, it became harder for them to stay awake. Their bodies were crashing, the alcohol flushing through their system. They settled in the double bed together, their bodies close under the blankets, but not quite touching as they drifted off to sleep. He woke up slowly. His body felt heavy, sticky, and a little cold. As he tried to sit up to process the damage, his head screamed out in pain. He lay back down with a groan. He slowly became conscious of things around him. It took a moment for him to open his eyes, the light seeping through the curtains painful. The heavy feeling against his face was his mask, still in place, and pressed painfully against his skin. He carefully moved his head until it was comfortably against the pillow. Something else was pressing painfully into the skin of his chest. Looking down, he saw his gold medal wedged between him and the mattress. He took a deep breath, thankful he hadn't lost that last night. Last night. What had happened last night? He remembered some of it, coming in drabbles and flashes of memory. He remembered a bar, maybe two, 
He remembered drinking. A lot of drinking. He remembered being dragged from the banquet. Surprisingly, there was a lot he remembered. But there was also a lot of blank spots. He had bruising along his palms and elbows, as if he had fallen somewhere. There was carpet burn on his skin. He didn't remember falling. If he had had enough energy to move, he knew he'd have found some on his knees as well. Once he had settled some, he glanced around the room. It wasn't his room, that was for sure. He noticed Peachy sleeping in the single bed across from him, sleeping in probably the most ungraceful position he had ever seen. His cheek pressed to the bed, body spun until his legs faced the opposite way towards the wall, and his elbow bent above his head. <laughs> there was drool dripping from the side of his mouth. Yuri slowly reached for his phone in his pocket, looking to blackmail the boy for once rather than the other way around. But as he moved, his hand hit something draped over his waist. That was when he realized that there was something warm and solid against his back. Something breathing over his neck. He stilled. Ever so carefully, he turned around. The first thing that caught his eyes was the flash of silver hair, bright and soft in his view. The next, as he continued turning, was the closed eyes and the open mouth, softly snoring against Yuri's skin. For a second, Yuri panicked, but saw Victor's clothes still on. Which reminded him, why were they sleeping over the covers? Why was Peachy sleeping over the covers? And where was Chris? Yuri carefully extracted himself from Victor, shooting down the feeling inside him that wanted desperately to curl back against him, and ignored the way his head thumped with every movement. His mouth was dry, as if he had eaten a mouthful of cotton. Ah, there was Chris, lying on the floor with a pillow hugged tightly to his chest. Yuri pulled himself back so that he was leaning against the headboard, regretting sitting up almost immediately. A bottle of water half-drunk was sitting next to him on the table. He took it and gulped that half down, finding relief in the room-temperature liquid. He almost choked on it, however, when Victor grumbled in his sleep, his arm reaching out for where Yuri had moved to. He found purchase around Yuri's waist and used it to pull himself until his head was in Yuri's lap. Victor's brow furrowed in sleep and Yuri's hand shot out, filing through his hair in comfort. Victor immediately settled. Now, if that wasn't the cutest thing he had ever seen, Yuri didn't know what was. He moved his hand through the soft strands. He'd always wanted to do this, especially when Victor had had the long hair. Yuri liked him just as much with short, especially now that he had gotten used to it. But he'd have loved to brush his hands through the long strands. 
As he stroked, he became more dissatisfied. He trailed his fingers down to touch Victor's cheek, stroking the incredibly soft skin there. A flash of memory pierced his painful mind. He remembered something. Cupping Victor's face with his hands, talking about something important. But he couldn't remember anything beyond that. Victor hadn't looked like it was a bad thing to be touched by Yuri. At least, Yuri hoped his mind wasn't playing tricks on him. It took another half hour before someone else began to rouse from sleep. Victor blinked it away, took a moment to realize where he was, and looked up. His eyes were hazy, his hair a mess, and a stupid smile pulled at his lips when he saw Yuri. Morning, he greeted. Morning, Yuri replied meekly, his voice rough. As Victor turned, stretching his limbs, Yuri asked, Do you not have a headache? A hangover? I don't really have headaches. I only feel tired. Jealousy swept over him. Lucky bastard. Whoa, haven't heard you swear like that before. I'm too tired and have a headache. I don't want to bother with being polite. As if to prove it more, Yuri slumped, almost slipping down the bed as he did so. Victor chuckled at the act, sitting up to be level with Yuri. There was a moment of stillness for a second a time in which Yuri watched as Victor's smile slipped slightly, pausing as he rubbed his eyes, as if he was trying to remember something, or working out what to say. What is it? Yuri asked. Victor turned quietly. Before he answered, he allowed his eyes to roam over Yuri's mask. Even once he opened his mouth, he took a few seconds before he asked, How much... Of last night, do you remember? Yuri really didn't like the sound of that. He tensed, looking away from Victor. Not much, he admitted. Why? Did I say something weird? He jumped when he felt Victor's hand cup the side of his mask, pulling his face towards Victor. He was surprised to see nothing like ridicule there. Nothing like shame. No judgment. If anything, there was a careful, soft pause. A gentle caress on the side of his face. It wasn't weird. Nothing you could say would be weird. He whispered. Quickly, he glanced to see if Chris and Peachit were still asleep. He took Yuri's hand into his own and continued. You asked me to do something when you were sober. A whole bunch of requests flittered through his mind, all making him groan. He should never drink again. No, correction, he should never drink and be within 50 feet of Victor again. In fact, he'd asked Peachy to take his phone when they next drank, just to be on the safe side. It's okay, Victor pushed. You don't have to feel pressured at all to do it, okay? You were drunk. So was I. So you don't have to do it if you don't want to. 
I won't pressure you. All right? He pushed himself to remember, but it was hurting his head more. How come you remember and I don't? Victor gave a soft chuckle. Because you're just incredibly susceptible to getting blank spots. Yuri grumbled. What did I ask you to do? It was going to be embarrassing. It was going to be sexual, wasn't it? Or maybe he begged Victor to love him back. Oh, who knew what he would have said with his drink-riddled mind? Wren only made it worse, too. Sometimes, confidence wasn't the best thing. It had taken him a long time to realize that. He already knew what was coming. Victor was going to tell him, he was going to be ashamed, and he was going to ask Yuri to stop, or that they shouldn't talk again, or, well, anything. There were so many things that could go wrong. He thought it was safe to drink and spend time with Victor, but apparently he was going to be proven exactly how wrong that was. Sensing Yuri's tension, Victor hesitated. But he held Yuri's eyes and said, You asked me to remind you, when you're sober, to tell me your name. Your real name. His heart stopped in his chest. What? I called you Ren, and you didn't want me to call you that anymore. But you didn't want to tell me your real name, because you wanted to be sure. Oh God, what had he done? Why had he done it? No, he knew exactly why he had done it. He'd dreamed it, of telling Victor, of letting the man know everything he was, starting simply with his name. He'd juggled with the idea of allowing Victor a chance, just as Peachy'd had pressed, but was always held back. Because Yuri Kotsky was nothing like Ren Himura. Because it was like letting Victor get to know a completely different person, and he might not like who he was. Victor's grip on Yuri tightened. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to feel pressured. We already came up with a name for you instead of Ren anyways. The words brought Yuri out of his panic. When he turned to look at Victor, he calmed down, seeing nothing but a warm and teasing smile on the other man's lips. We did? Was this what they were talking about in his memory? When he held Victor's head in his hands? Were these the words that passed between them? Victor pressed closer until their shoulders touched. Yep. We decided I'd call you November instead. The ridiculous idea made Yuri bark a laugh. He shut up quickly, glancing at Chris and Peachy to make sure they were asleep. A month. They settled on a name for a month? Really? He looked back into Victor's eyes, finding himself far calmer now that the panic had faded away. Why November? Because so many good things happen in November, Victor said. Your birthday, for one. It was the month we met, too. Yuri couldn't help the smile that pulled at his lips. Victor had settled on the month, all because it centered around him and them. 
love was a strange thing. Yuri grew to learn that every single day he was around Victor. Love made some of the simplest things seem massive when they really weren't. With that in mind, Yuri really gave the idea some thought. It was a name, something so important to him, a layer under his persona that he really didn't show a lot of people, a name that Victor could easily destroy him with because he could be letting him under his confidence, ready to see the anxiety underneath. With his name would come his reason, and eventually his face, too. With his name, the mask was removed, his persona gone. Ren no longer a real person. But Victor had proven himself, hadn't he? Victor could have seen his face in the bathroom before, so easily. He could have taken the mask off when they slept beside one another. He could have taken his phone and looked through his pictures. He could even have asked Peachit. Of course, Victor knew that Ren Himro was a fake name, just as the world did. In their digging, people found that no records for such a man existed. But as long as his real name was invisible, then so was he. He was untouchable. Did he trust Victor enough to give him the power to shatter that? You make everything okay, he whispered, glancing down at their hands, clutching at one another. Victor's hands were slightly thinner than his own, his fingers longer. They were elegant in a way that Yuri would never be. You've been so nice to me, and you've never made the attempt of finding out who I really was, though I know the curiosity must have been unbearable at times. Though, of course, I won't ever forget your accusations when I first met you, he added with a sly, teasing smile. He didn't see Victor's face, but he heard the groan, the shame seeping out. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I know, you were being protective of your sport. Yuri paused, deciding to reach out and draw patterns over Victor's forearm with his fingertips. He took a deep breath, one he found that brought relief to his starved lungs. He hadn't even noticed he'd been holding his breath. The decision was at the back of his mind, and he knew what he wanted to do. He had known it for a very long time. But his worries, as always, held him back. Yuri wasn't often one to put himself in other people's hands. But he had done it a lot lately. By putting his secret in the hands of people like Celestino, Peachit, his parents, Mari, and Yuko, he was always running the risk of something coming out. But he trusted them. He trusted them with everything he had. And he trusted Victor just as much. The reason he was much more reluctant, though, was the intimacy that came with it and the worry that it might affect what came next.
in opening himself up like this, he opened himself to a true chance at what Yuri hoped would lead to a relationship. A relationship where he was Yuri Kotsky and not Ren Himura. He gathered the little bit of his courage he had, pushed on by Ren, and looked up at Victor. No, he said, his voice quiet but firm. I'm going to tell you. You don't have to, as long as you promise you won't look for me, or call me it in public. I'll tell you. I'm not ready to show you my face, okay? Victor gave a firm nod. Anything you're willing to give me, I am more than happy with. And that alone, that sentence, seemed to make Yuri's mind for him. He leaned forward so that he sat on his knees, willed away the pain in his head, and cupped Victor's face in his hands as he remembered. He gazed into Victor's eyes, eager to see the man's expression when he finally told him, and he warmed when he felt Victor cup his hands over Yuri's. Yuri Kotsky. My name is Yuri Kotsky. Victor's eyes widened and gleamed, the illusion almost brightening the blue. There was a second of surprise, as if he didn't expect Yuri to really say it. But as soon as the words faded in the air, a brilliant smile grew on his face. Yuri, Victor repeated, almost in a whisper. Yuri Kosky. He would never be able to describe the feeling of having his name, his real name, spoken so softly from the man he loved. It sparked something inside of him, caused his heart to hammer harder than it had ever before. His hands shook on Victor's cheeks. His body warmed. There were tears that formed at the corner of his eyes. Victor spoke it as if it was something precious. That was how Yuri knew he had made the right choice. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. This has been Chapter 15 of November's Secret. Written by Lana Berry. Narrated by Saird. Theme music spirited away. Just a little reminder, as this is the end of chapter 15, we are starting to come to the close of November Secrets, which has a total of 24 chapters. Um, I counted it out and I do expect this to be finished. I believe it came to about sometime in April, I want to say. Maybe yes, maybe no, not sure. I'll get back to you on that. Um, but I really wanted to remind everyone and encourage everyone to go and visit the SAF website, SaredsAudioFanfics.com, and check out the Let's Chat page, where I have a list of potential future fics all set up for voting. So please go to the site, 
Read the summaries I have listed and choose one of the fics that you would most like to hear as soon as November's Secret is done. If, on the other hand, you have a fic that is your all-time favorite that you think others might enjoy, please add it in the comments section that's right beside. And if it meets SAF parameters, I will go ahead and add it to the list for other people to vote for. Also, this is a really early announcement, but I'm so excited. I have to let you all know, something big, big, big is coming to SAF as a new future component part extension, is probably the best way to put it, of SAF is on its way and in the works. I will be advertising it everywhere, both on YouTube and my Instagram and on here. Um, it's a little early to be mentioning it, but I'm so, so, so excited. I just got to let you know that there's something very exciting on the way. And fingers crossed, it'll be starting up in March, maybe end of March, depending on how many revisions I need to be done. But definitely stay tuned for that. And when you go to visit the Let's Chat page, absolutely be sure to click on and check out our Discord. There's not many of us right now. I'm not very good at it, but it's there. And if you have any questions regarding the podcast, what's coming up next, or just want to chat and get a hold of me, and you want to be the first to know about this new big future project that I hope everyone will love and join me on, that's where we'll be talking about it. That's where you'll probably hear about it first because I'm a big blabbermouth and I cannot keep things to myself and I need to share and you need to be there for me to share with and to share with me. So yeah, that's it for this chapter. Holy goodness, it was a long one, at least for me reading it. Maybe not for the length it gets to after I finish editing it, but for reading it, it took a lot of time. <laughs> Right then, so that's it, that's all, and I hope you will join me again next time for Chapter 16. Until then, happy listening! In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.